Lekut Torah in the Parshas Ekev. <coughs> That's the third mimer. This is a biur on the previous mimer. This is an explanation which is expounding on the verse Aposik Vachalta Vesavoto. That previously we learned about the special blessing that we make when we eat um, food as uh, as in bread. So the Torah says Vachalta Vesavoto. You will eat and you will be satisfied. Then you make the bracha. In the bracha of the benching of the Birkat Hamazon, there's basically three brachas. There's a fourth bracha that was added. The first bracha is Hazon Esoilom, the one who feeds the world. And then the second bracha begins with the words, Noida Lecha, will thank you, Hashem. So in the bracha we say we thank Hashem for the land that He has given us, and we thank Hashem for, of course, for the beautiful food that we have that is produced by the land. But we also talk about over there thanking Hashem for the covenant, for the bris, basically uh, the circumcision. That Hashem signet made it in our bodies. And we also thank Hashem for the Torah uh, that He has given us. And the question that the Rebbe opens up, the question is so, what is the connection between thanking Hashem for food that He has given us for the land of Israel, uh, basically to provide us with food? Uh, what is the connection to the circumcision? What's the connection to Torah? So let's look inside. So in order to understand Shoyresh Tam, what's the root of the reason of Kishur V'chibur V'shaychis, the tying and the connection and the putting together and the connection of Bris V'toyrel L'Birchas Hamozen, that we're connecting the covenant that we have, that's the bris on our flesh, and the idea of Torah, that we were given the Torah. So how does that connect to the Birchas Hamazon, that we're thanking Hashem, a blessing for the food? As we say in the blessing of Noi in the second blessing, we say, Al Samto, on the covenant that you have signed into our flesh, that is the bris, the circumcision. And then we say further, and on the Torah that Hashem has given to us. And so what's the connection with Birchas Oritz? How does this come in the blessing that we make for the land when we're thanking Hashem for the land that He's given us? To the extent, Shom Razal, our sages of blessed memory, have said, and this is in the Gemara in Brachas, it says that Kol Shaloi Omar Briz Chulu that any Bechulu, that if you didn't say in the blessing, in the second blessing, you didn't talk about the covenant, the bris, the circumcision. You didn't talk about the Torah. Uh, it says you hadn't fulfilled your obligation, the Gemara says over there. So that's the extent that it's important to, when we're thanking Hashem for the food, for the land that produces the food, we must thank Him also for the covenant and for the teaching of Torah. So what is the connection? So he says... Seemingly, it seems that we have to really understand that 
a bigger problem, a bigger question. Minolon de bizman From where do we know that nowadays when we bench uh, it's from the Torah? It almost seems that the Torah, the words of the Torah, when the Torah, when the Torah requires us to make a benching, the Torah says specifically, the Torah says, that you shall bless for the land. So part of the blessing Hashem for food is associated with the land. When you're eating the produce of the land, that's what the Torah says, that you're going to bless Hashem for the good land that He's given you. So yes, So we could say that that is at the time when the Jewish people are resting on their land. When we are in Eretz Yisrael and we're on the land of Israel, so then we should make a bracha because the Torah says you thank Hashem for the land, but when we're eating the produce in America... That's what's not a land. It's not our land. It's not uh, thank Hashem for Eretz Yisrael. Why should we make a birchas amosin? So he explains. So what is the idea? So the hine. Why are we connecting it to the bris milah? The hine. We find that the point the Rebbe is going to say when we talk about giving us the land. There is actually two. Meanings, two layers. Land could also mean the is means the physical land, Eretz Yisrael, as an inheritance. But the land can also mean on a spiritual level, which means while we were exiled from the physical land of Eretz Yisrael, we may not rest on the land of Eretz Yisrael. That doesn't mean that we still don't have Eretz Yisrael on a spiritual level. And when we understand the level of Eretz Yisrael, the spiritual level, we will understand also the connection to the level of Bris and Torah, because those are the spiritual levels. On the spiritual level of Eretz Yisrael, they make a lot of sense. They, there's a big connection over there, as we learn in the Bible. So, so what is the idea? The land was given to Abraham in the merit of the circumcision. After the Pesach says, after Hashem tells Avram that he should circumcise himself, the Torah says clearly, I will give to you and to your seed that follows you, as Eretz Megurecha, this land where you lived in, as Kol Eretz Canaan, the entire land of Canaan, for an eternal inheritance. And then it says, But you shall keep my covenant. You and your seed after you for generation. You must circumcise yourself, all your male, from the age of eight days old, as the posse goes on. So here too we see that the Torah connects. He asked before, why do we say it in the benching? But here the Torah connects the uh, merit of inheriting Eretz Yisrael as a uh, pay or as a reward for the mitzvah's milah. So we need to understand 
Le'inyan hamila. So what's the connection of inheriting the land to circumcision? Ve'oid, and further, Hare Yisroel ne'amonim bibrisishal Avram avinu. He says, we have another problem. We have another big question. Here we say that in the merit of the bris, we get Eretz Yisrael. So how come today we don't have Eretz Yisrael? I mean, we're talking about Eretz Yisrael the way it should be, a land. But during the Golos, during the exile, we don't really have Eretz Yisrael in its real state. And the question is, but we do do the bris milah. Why, if the bris milah brings reward of Eretz Yisrael. How come we don't have Eretz Yisrael today? Although we still, everybody does the bris, everybody does the circumcision. So, Hare Yisrael, Nemonim Bibris Yishel Avram Avinu. The Yidin are truthful to the covenant of Avram Avinu. Vehem Beretz Acheres. While they were, they're in another land, they're not in Eretz Yisrael. And and the land is given in the hands of strangers. So where is Hashem's promise? I will give it to you and your seed after you as an uh, eternal hold, uh, inheritance. It will be yours, etc. And that comes because you're circumcising. We're circumcising today. We don't have Eretz Yisrael, how come? So this all tells us that there has to be a level of Eretz Yisrael that we do have today. While we don't have the physical Eretz Yisrael, we still have Eretz Yisrael. Chayinyan, but the idea is Shebe'emes niskaima haftochosu yizborech That in truth, Hashem's promise has been fulfilled. Vameshenosan la'avroham The fact that He gave to Avroham Yerushas Eretz Kenan that Hashem gave him in the heritage, in the land of Canaan, the supreme land of Canaan, the way it is in a spiritual level. And that is actually an eternal uh, inheritance. He holds on to it for him and his children forever. This is something we always have. That's why Mila, the circumcision, does apply today. Because those not only apply when there's Yisrael, because we do have Eretz Yisrael. And also, when we make the blessing for the land, we say, that second blessing, is also from the Torah nowadays, even in days when we don't have Eretz Yisrael, uh, even though days that Eretz Yisrael is in the hands of strangers, still we would make the bracha, we would, minatoro, make the bracha la'orat, because we do have the spiritual uh, land. What is the land of Canaan, the spiritual level that we always have, is going to be explained now. Bira inyanu. So what is explaining this idea is? Kine, Canaan is meloshin hachnoa v'shifos. The word Canaan comes from the level of being subdued, and being humbled and being low, low, bechinas bittel. That's a level of subjugation. That's one interpretation of the word Kenan. There's another interpretation, umeloshin tagar v'seicher, also from the language of a businessman, a merchant. 
and a uh, and a seicher k'moshe kosuf, as the pasuk says in Yeshayahu, he brings now two sources for seicher being uh, a person that is involved in in, in commerce. It says Asher Soichareho Knaniyo Nichbode Hoir, those Soichareho, those merchants are Knaniyo. Knaniyo is Knan, Nichbode Ir, the honorable of the land, that means that they are the merchants. Ubohisheya, then we find further in Hosheya and Simon Yud Beis. Posikhes, it says Knan Biyodei Moizne Mirma. Knan means that merchant in his hand is. Uh, scales of deceit, basically, but it's talking about the idea that Kenan represents, means a level of merchants. So what is a merchant? So we're talking about we have a clan. So based If a merchant, when he buys something from the seller, it's two things. So Aleph so number one, what he does is that you draw the item and you raise it from the domain of your friend to your own domain, to your own possession. That's the way an acquisition is made. When you pick up that item that you're trying to acquire, that raising and drawing it from one domain to another domain, that gives you the ownership that gives the one who pulls it, that's the way the acquisition is accomplished. Babes, and the second way is kesef so that you give money that passes from your to your friend's hand. So when you give him the money, then the item is belong becomes yours. So that's a similar way uh, that Hashem sort of acquires everything. That it's the Pasuk says, Koine Hakoil. Hashem acquires everything. I'm a Shekosuv. Bedivra Maschme, Tenchok Ochli, Gabe Emtsech of Achutz, Vaimbi Pritz Chaim Shar Hamida Perikudalit, Kalide Koine Shu, Mazloi Lochula in Shot. So Vugam Kain al Derechze. So that's also in a similar way as you acquire through the two items, as we said, in the uh, physical way, similar to this is also the acquisition the way Hashem acquires everything. That Hashem is exalted from all the worlds, ten thousands of steps laying kids, infinitely. There is He's higher than the filling of the world, that the energy that fills the world, that surrounds the world. There is no comparison, there is no uh, at all to Hashem himself. There's nothing that can compare. Even if we talk about the first contraction that takes place that alone is to, as a a great descent by him and they're referred to as milin de hadyeta matters of simple simple matters they're not and then we say and with one scan Hashem looks and sees all to the end of the generation he just scans all generations with one scan 
כמו שקוסו בזויר, אז דזויר סטייס במחשוב האחס בורא אס אוילום. That Hashem with one thought, Hashem created the world. ובמשנה, and in the Mishnah we find also, בהלוי במיימר אחד חולו. That Hashem could have created everything with one saying, everything would have come to be. So, since from the level of Hashem, everything is such a great level, such a high level, higher than any of these things that come down to the world. So, so in order that from Hashem should come down, drawn down, in order to be so that it was a two-phase. When Hashem first had the will and entered his, his will, at that point there was Kichofetz Chesed. Kichofetz Chesed. Hashem wanted kindness. So Hashem initially gave a creation to the world from its own, on his own. From his own uh, kindness, Hashem created the world. But, later on, it hinges on the act of the low ones. That through our arousal of below, we arouse above. Which means, as according from the Libay, if you put your heart to Hashem, or the other verse that states, Chulu, the other word states, Eilecha Hashem Nafshi Eso. To you, Hashem, my soul, I will raise. So when we raise ourselves to Hashem, then Hashem in turn brings down to us that those levels from above. So it depends, we don't just get it, Chofetz Chesed, but it depends on the work of these of the lower ones. Isarusa de Latato brings Isarusa de Lelo. How do we raise ourselves to Hashem? So it gives you a reflection over here. Vahainu, and that is Aydeshi is When you reflect, that the soul that you have placed within me is, is pure. And eventually you are going to take my soul from me. So and because of that. I'm going to return it to Hashem even prior to its time. He's giving his soul back to Hashem. Doesn't mean that he's going to die. It means giving it away in a spiritual level. That he is totally disgusted with his life. His physical life isn't worth anything to him. That's not... But he wants to... Elevate his soul to the source from which it was carved out. That it will be bound in the bound of life with Hashem, actually Hashem. This is all the level of Halo Milmato raising from below. So this is all an elevation form below. So what you're doing is you're taking the mountains that are separated. Those are the, represents the place, the Selim Hazad, the Klippas. Those are called Tudei de Pruda. Separated mountains, which means everybody is a mountain, an entity by themselves, and they're separated. So we take it instead of being Tur de Pruda, 
to Laloisel Yehudis Baruch to bring it back to the unity of Hashem. That is as the example when you draw and you raise and you make the Kinyan that you acquired the acquisition, you're raising it, you're raising it to Hashem. This is the idea, you pull me, I'll run after you. So now, once you have the Saruso Dilatato, so then the Ruach, I see Ruach. The Spirit draws down, brings down the Spirit. So your Spirit that you're bringing up to Hashem brings down the Spirit of Hashem, so to speak. So then you bring down a spirit from above in a level of kesef, of yearning, which means that Hashem gives you that extra yearning. That's the great love that comes from above. As we say, Hashem says, I love you. So we have two levels of love. We have a level of love which comes to and then you get a higher level of love which Hashem gives you from above. Uh, those are a level, a higher level that follows your elevation which you do on your own and then you get this higher level. We know it's known that there is two levels of Ava. There's two levels of Ava. We have We have fear, love, love, fear. That's the, say, the, the order it goes. One is the level of love which is below the intellect of the one who reflects. That is in the boundaries and it's the limit according to the intellect because it's a emotional love that is based upon your intellect and it's measured according to your intellect. The second level of love is a is a great love which is limitless. That is bechinas. That's the level of meoid, like we say, very. So, like we say, as we see this, say this all in the Shema as we read it all. It says the pasuk. First, it says with all your soul. That is the lower level, the small level of love, which is a lecha Hashem. To you, Hashem, I raise my soul, which is the person's elevation to Hashem. Then you have the higher level, that is the higher level, that is limitless, that's a level of ma'id. This is the level of man is, which comes from the person. The feminine waters, which come from Isrusa de Latata through the person below, raises above. Mayim Khurim comes from above. The Nikra Avarabh Zubashem Kesef, and this great love is called Kesef, like silver. Why Alderh Mashikosuf Nikhsuf Nikhsafto the Vesa Vikha. It says in the Pasik that Lovan was saying that you uh, yearned. The word kesef is nixef nixafto, meaning that you yearn to your father's house. So this is also the idea that we say, geviya ha kesef the yosef tzadikelyin, that silver cup. So that's the kesef also of yosef, which is considered the tzadik elyin. So he too has this idea of kesef, 
And that's also Zoinian Arba Meis Shekel Kesef. This is also the idea of the 400 silver shekel, which Avram paid to the Ephraim for the um, place to bury uh, Sarah. Those are the 400 worlds, 400 of desires. It's all the idea of Kesef. Kesef, Kesef the language of desire. The Hainu Oineg Ha'elyoin, this is actually the supreme delight that passes the soicher, which means beyond the soicher, over that's from the atzim, which is even higher than makifim. This is what we say about the land of Canaan. He spoke about before that Canaan is the idea in the spiritual level of subduing, level of bittel, and then the level of Avarabe, the greater level of love, which is called like Kesef, which is called like uh, silver, but it comes from the lotion of yearning, Nichsef, Nichsafto, and through the two levels of love, you start with the lower level, you get to the higher level. And this is what it means. It's a land that flows of milk and honey. Eretz, Zovas, Cholovudvosh. These two things, it's milk and honey. Milk and honey represents the levels of growth. Increased love of Hashem is like milk. Milk... A baby nurses, and the milk of the mother helps it grow. And dvash is the honey, is the sweetness, that's the delight, the pleasure that one gets through his connection to Hashem. So he says, Cholov, first we have the milk. He bechinas hagdolas hamidis. That is the increase of the emotions to become more emotionally involved. Just as the milk increases the limbs of the baby, so likewise, this great love increases the person's, their emotions. Which means like this. Although in the beginning, there was, also in the beginning, there was a ray of the moichin, of the intellect in the emotions. But still, it was in a small way. Didn't have yet that full capacity. But through this supreme love, the greater love, the then it increases with additional, with additional and more. So the cholov represents an increase how the emotions grow through the infusion of this great love of the avarabba. And the second thing, Udvash, he misikus v'taynuk. 
That is sweetness and delight. That's the level of love of delight. As the verse says, Then you will delight over Hashem. And this is also the meaning of Eretz Toivo Ruchovo. So Eretz Toivo Ruchovo means a good and a wide land, but this is comes... That it's a wide land that it accepts in it, it receives in it the level of the infinite. As the Posig states, Your mitzvah is very wide, which is bleak, wool, endless. And that increases, that is the wideness and the greatness that Eretz Yisrael grows into when you receive this Esau, the Blik Vul. The drawing down this great love below, that is the mitzvah of Mila, circumcision, Upriya, and the removal of the thin skin, which is his galus yud, that is revealing the atora in the level of a yud. So that's when you have the circumcision. orlo. But when it stopped, that is in a level of there's nurturing and the outers can grab hold because if there is no revelation over there in a place of darkness, the chitzonim are there when it's closed, when it's stuffed, when there's an Yisrael. This level that every was given potentially, uh, and it's within the power of every Jewish person, uh, so who, this was given, this was given to Avram as an internal heritage, which basically means, always, on the spiritual level, we always have the ability to reveal that extra connection to Hashem, that deep connection, that ain't soft connection, that infinite connection to Hashem, we have that. And that's an inherent uh, inheritance for all of Israel. Avraham got it for all the souls of Israel that followed. And therefore, now it, we understand the questions, some of the questions he said before, that So this is the land of Canaan in a spiritual level. First, we start off land of Canaan with being subdued and subjugated, and self-sacrifice, that is giving up of yourself. And through this, it becomes the acquisition similar to the merchant. But so because we have it today, also this spiritual counterpart, we have the spiritual part of Eretz Kinan, 
in which we have the ability to subjugate ourselves and give up ourselves for Hashem. And that is where Hashem acquires that, which is Knan, he said before, is the Tagar, is the merchant. So that's how the Eibishter, is acquisition, uh, acquires us. That's why we have the mitzvah of Mila in nowadays, even though the Abishter said, I'm going to give you the land of Israel. It seems almost, we don't have Israel. Why do we do Mila today? But we do have Israel. We do have the land of Canaan because we do have that spiritual level. Also the blessing of the land is Min even though he said before it says, we're banishing for the land. But we don't have the land today. But no, we do have the land today. Because on the spiritual level, we have the Canaan today. For the land, in its spiritual context, has been given to us for an eternal hold, so we have it forever. Base. Achlohovin. Tam has kores bris, betoyro But we still need to understand what's the reason that we mention specifically the bris, the covenant, the bris milah, and also teroshkosh lematetone, the level of toyro, when we thank Hashem for the land. I guess we know there is a connection because we said B'schus Hamilo, but what is specifically connected to the Birchas Haoretz in the spiritual sense? So, Hine Omrazal, our sages of blessed memory, say, Kol Shalei Omar Emes Ve'amuno Arvis Lo'yotze Yidei If you didn't say Emes uh, Vemuno, that is, that follows the Shema in the evening by Mairiv. If you didn't say it is true, and I believe in the evening, you hadn't fulfilled your obligation. So he says, You say in the beginning, by Emes Vemuno, you say, is that's a feminine language. All this in a feminine way. And then later on we switch it to we switch it to a masculine language. So what is these two? The feminine and the masculine the Rebbe is going to explain there is the two levels in uh, the feminine and the masculine and the the two levels of thanks and blessing, uh, basically it's whether it's something that can be comprehended fully or it's uh, something which we just have in a way of a moon. Let's see inside. The Pasik says, God says, I'm going to rain down for you bread from the heavens. So we have a bread that comes from Shemaim, that's the manna. Okasiv, there's another posseg that says, Lahoitzi lechem in that Hashem will bring out for you 
bread from the earth. So we have bread that comes from the heaven, and we have bread that comes from the earth, which is beis minei lachmi, two types of breads. So he says, v'hu mashikosuv bechokmeis b'chutz toroino. This is a posik in Mishlei, perikal posik chov. So there it says that the chachomes in the outside will think. So it also it says chachomes chachomes, which is also in a level of a plural. It's a plural. So which is beis mine chachomes. There's two types, two categories of chachma. Bechinas chachma ilah. There is the supreme chachma, the spheres, the sphere of chachma, the first of the ten spheres. Which is the level of Chokhmah Ilah, which is Chakim Veloi Bechokhmah Yidiyah. He is wise, but it's not a known Chokhmah Bechulu. That's one. And the second level is Ubechinas Chokhmah Tato. And the second level of Chokhmah, which is the level of Malchus, Chokhmah Tato Malchus. Ki Malchusay Bakoil Mashalo, because the Malchus. Is the one that dominates everything, and the kulam and everything is made with chokma. So it means that malchus is the level of chokma tato. While malchus dominates everything, it also says that Hashem makes everything with wisdom. That is the chokma which is below in malchus. That's the chokma of malchus. So what's the difference? Basically, shevichinas chokma ilah. The level of the supreme chokmah yibchinas bitl be'etzem. That's a subjugation in essence to begin with. The kule kamei kilochulu. Everything before Hashem is like nothing. Yibchinas chokmah tato. And when we say about the lower level of chokmah, he bitl hayesh chulu. That is the subjugation of the entity, which means there is an entity. There is a yesh. But the yesh is bottled, the yesh is subjugated. Either you're in essence subjugated, so you're not an entity to begin with, or that's chokhmah law, or chokhmah tatoa, there is a yesh and it's bitl. We say a blessing, and then we have admission. The word blessing, as we said many times, is drawing down. That is when we openly draw down something from above to below. That means bracha. Bracha means to reveal what's from up to below. Bracha comes from the language of drawing down, hamavrich, of grafting as a given to bring down to behoidoh. But on the other hand, admission he bechinas bitul hayesh. That is subjugation of the entity. Shemoyde, so that the person admits eich dekula kamei chulu, so that he knows that before Hashem. Everything is not existence, but it knows even though it's before Hashem, but it hasn't been revealed below. Like we say, we say, usually we say that the Chachomim agree to Rabbi Meir when they have a disagreement 
And then we say, yeah, the Chachamim agreed to Rabbi Meir that he, in essence the truth is with him. In a similar way, here, Afkan Anachnu So also here we agree that the truth is with Hashem, that what the Kamei Kulo Kuloi, that before him everything is like nothing. But we don't see that. We're just admitting to Hashem, It's not from those which are uh, revealed to us and our sons, etc. Which means it's a level that we can only admit to because while we agree that we are subjugated, but we do feel ourselves as an entity. So that's called Heidah. So bracha is when it's revealed that we appreciate it openly and we see that Hashem's is the only real existence. But admission means that we don't see it, but we agree to it. And this is also the same idea of emes v'amunah. This is also the idea of blessing, blessing and admitting is also the same thing when we say it's true and we believe. So he says like this, Ki emes mikorif. True means it's close, which means shenira be'ayin hasechum. That is visible to the eye. You can see it. It's true, you say, because that intellectually, the eye of the mind, you can see it. But ve'emuno. When we say a muna that you believe, that is already berochik. That's already uh, from a distance because you don't see that. Shemamin shekachua emes. You believe that this is the truth, but it's not something that you see. And this is also the difference between. The two breads, we said the bread that comes min hashomayim and the bread that comes min haoretz. Kilacha min hashomayim nemar al hamon. When we talk about bread from the heavens, that is speaking about the mana. Sheshor shoy min mokir That comes, the root of the mon comes from the source of chokhmo ilo, the supreme chokhmo. Because the ksi, because the verse says, that when it goes down, the dew, the dew comes down. So the mon comes down with the dew. We say the look of it was like the look of the bedoilach, like the uh, shiny, uh, glossy. So, which is the Ainu Bechinas, that's in the spiritual level. We have the do, the redes hatal, and the bedoilach. That is the level of talad de bedoilacha, which is mekoyer hachokmas That's the source of the hidden chokma, of the chokma ilah. That's talad de bedoilacha. Ukmashikos bezoyer, bezoyer says, mezoyna de chakima. That becomes the food for the wise, which means pirush. Shuhumozin lis hisavus chokma ilah. That is the food to create the Chokhmah The Talad de Bedolcha is the food 
is the source to create Chochmah law. So that's the idea of the Mon, because the Mon is from the level of the source of Chochmah law. And that's why it says, You're going to collect it every day and day, which means it's not, it's always the same. It comes from a higher. It comes, it extends from a place which is higher than time. And it's going to come down to day by day because the Time is actually created from that level which is higher than the time. And because of this high level that it comes from above, from higher than time, it was absorbed in the limbs. There was nothing left over. They did not need to use, go to the facilities. There was nothing left over, everything was absorbed. The mana had no psoilus, had not, uh, nothing left over. And as our sages tell us, our sages of blessed memory tell us, so what we have in the Pasuk, it says that you should have a shovel, it says that what you do, you left over, you should cover up. So, But if we just say that the mana had no leftover, what did they need a shovel to cover it up, so the the they explain that it means That's talking about items that they were sold by the merchants of the nations of the world that would sell to the Yidden while they were in the desert. That had left over, but not the mono. But the mono had nothing left over. Why did the mono not have left over? Because it came from a place which is higher than needing to sort out where there's leftovers and psoilus. It's higher than the world of Toyu. The world of chaos over there starts the level of Birurim. You have the good and bad, you have to sort it out. But when you go reaching higher than Tohu, which is the source of the man over there, there's no psoilus. Because the root for Birurim, for sorting out things, Humibichinas, that comes from the love, level of Eilah Melochim, uh, the kings. They fell in the breakage from the level of toy, from level Toyu. But the root of the one is higher than Toyu. That didn't have Psoilus at all. That also explains that the Mon comes as a privilege because of Moshe, it says. Because Moshe's actually source is higher than the Olam HaToyu as well. That's why our sages of blessed memory said that that the monarch came down in the merit of Moshe. Because the root for Moshe is also from this level, which means Moshe also comes from the Mekoira Chokhmo, from the root of Chokhmo, the same as the Mona comes from the source of Chokhmo, Talad de as he said before, which is Mekoira Chokhmo, Bechinas Bittl Be'etzem. It's an essence, but not Bittl Hayesh, but Bittl Be'etzem. 
like he says, what are we? This is, what are we? Which means level of essence, bitl, bitl in his essence. And this is what it means. The moment your fathers didn't know it, what does it mean? That means, Avisecho represents Ishtalshlus. Chochma, Bina, Ava, Aim. That's already Ishtalshlus. Mashenkin Moshe, but Moshe, as opposed to Moshe, Hoyulamayla, Mina Ishtalshlus. He was above the Ishtalshlus. Commission Kosu, as it says, Shushmi Avayla, Nedaiti Lahem. The Avais, Avram Yitzchov Yaakov, didn't have, uh, were not, Shem didn't show the level of Hashem Havayim. Uh, the name of Yudkevavke to the office. And that is also the reason because Moshe was in such a high level. Moshe was a kvat peh that he was heavy mouth and a heavy tongue because it's in a high level that it's very hard, you can't express it. Because this supreme chokma is hidden from the eye of all livings. And it cannot come openly revealed in Ishtalshlus. And this is also Moshe Rabbeinu refused the mission. Hashem sent him and he said, Who am I to go to Pari? And that I should go ahead and take out the Bnei Yisrael. He refused. Why did he refuse? Even though Hashem had told him, Hashem, that you are going to worship Hashem on this mountain, which is the level of receiving the Torah. And yet, notwithstanding that, he says, he still says, I'm hard of a heavy mouth and a heavy tongue. When the Rebbe Abish already told him before that he's going to receive the Torah, so why does he say that he's a heavy tongue? So the Torah was already, should be the level of Torah, but he was even higher at the level of Torah. He was higher than the level of Torah, because on the Torah we say, the Torah Torah comes from Chochmah, but Moshe Ksiv Kimin Hamayim Mishisu. By him, he says, "I draw him out of the water." Which water? We're talking about the Hainu Bchinas Yam Hachochmah Yoyne. That's the ocean of wisdom, the supreme ocean of wisdom, which is higher than the level of Torah. But Bechola Torah Eina Ela Kado Kad Min Hamayim. The Torah is like picking up one pitcher from the ocean. That's the Torah, one pitcher. It says, Vatmali Kadochulu. So the Kado is the Chov Dalet, the 24 books of the Kisra Kodesh. Uh, it says that is so, which means that's very one, one small part, but Moshe comes from the Yam itself. So, so what did Hashem respond to Moshe Rabbeinu? Well, Moshe Rabbeinu says that he's not uh, capable, uh, that he's not Misom Pelodom. Who gave man a mouth? Basically, Hashem was saying to him, Pirush, that if if you talk about the from the perspective of the world, it should not be a pella odom, which is 
Bechinas Shema, that would be the level of Ma, Bittl Be'etzim, the Yavshir, love of the Gilu Klal. That Kinta cannot come down revealed. Abel Anoichi Eyeim Picha. Hashem says, I will be with you, my Pirush. Sha'al Yidei Anoichi, through the Anoichi, Sha'adei Gilui, Anoichi B'maimed Har Sinai. When Hashem will say Anoichi, on Har Sinai, Vayered Hashem. And he says, Anoichi Hashem, Yuchaliyos, then you can have a pen, a revelation to Odom. Some pen Odom. The Shema, give them the level of pen, comes from the Noichi, the Ebishte gave Martin Toyder. Balderech, and this would be similar to my words I place in your mouth, we say the words that I command which is the words of Hashem. So basically, the Ebishter put himself down in the words of Torah, that the Anoichi comes down to the Picho, that we actually bring down into Hishtalshlus, we bring down the level of the Ein Sof. So we're discussing over here how to bring down this huge energy and light which is above the Hishtalshlus, and to bring it down in Atsilus, and then eventually to bring it down into Bria Yitzirasiya, into Bia. So now he says, Vizehu. So this is what we say that Moshe Tiken Lahemli Yisrael, Bircha Sazon, Bisho Sheyora Damonli Yisrael. The first brocha, which is the blessing of Hazon, Hazon Esa'ilam, Moshe Rabbeinu instituted for the Yidden when the mana came down. So when the mana came down, that's when he made the bracha, the first bracha, the one who feeds the world uh, with his kindness, etc., the first bracha of the Berchat What does it mean? Because that was bringing down from the level of the mon, bringing it down to Yisrael, as we'll see, we learned earlier, that the level of the mon is a very high level. It's even rooted of the talad, the bedalecha, the source of Chochmah. So in order to, when they bring down to the Yisrael, that was a major descent and an accomplishment to bring down a very high level. The level of the atzmus of Hashem, the hinei atzmusa yisborech. When we talk about His blessed essence, the essence of His rom viniso lemaylo maylo ad einkets, it is exalted and raised above, above to no end. Gam mibchinas talad dibedolcha, even from the level which we call the talad dibedolcha. The uh, beautiful dew, which is the source of Chokhmah, which is Bechinas Hamon Lachem in Hashemai. This is the level we said before the Mon is the Lachem in Hashemai, the Lachem that comes from the heaven, which is the Talad the Bedolcha, which is the source where it comes down into Chochmah Batzilus. So what 
did Moshe Rabbeinu make a bracha that he wanted to bring it down from the Talad, the B'dolcha, from the source of Chochmah, that mon that they had over there, drawing down that level. Bezehu, inyan habrocha shetiket. That is the bracha that he instituted. When he said Baruch, Baruch means sheyehei Baruch v'nimshach, that it should be drawn and extend. Liyos b'chines Hashem. Baruch, ato Hashem. Baruch, Hashem, Hashem to bring down. Ha, because every Hamshacha comes in a level of Havaya, which is the Yud, the Tzimtzum, the contraction, the first letter of the name of Hashem, and then the Hedavav, as mentioned earlier. Yud, Chilo, first the Yud, Chulu. So from the Baruch to bring down in the Yud. We are talking about bringing down a level which is higher than Hishtalshulus. We're talking about bringing down a level which is the source of Chochmah, of the, the root of Chochmah. We're talking about a level which is called Talad de Bedelcha. So in order to get it down is Baruch, the blessing is to bless it and draw it down into the level, through the level of Havaye, through the level of Yud Kei First the Yud, and then the rest of the letters as the Tzayashvish, and Amshoch. And because we're bringing down from that high level, the entire first bracha speaks in a language of hidden, not talking to direct, but he's saying the one, the one who feeds the world. We're not saying you feed the world. We're saying the one that feeds the world. Or we're saying... Noisen lechem, the one who gives bread. We don't say you give bread. We say the one who gives bread. It's not known who. It just says the one who feeds. That represents a level which we don't know who. It's a level which is higher than hishtalshlus, higher than direct. This is obscure. The fish hamon hu for the root of the mon is higher than the hishtalshulus, and v'ham shochas brachazu, he, and when we say, we're bringing down this bracha, that Moshe Rabbeinu brings down, he liyos his havos bechinas hamon, so that there should be the creation of mon from that level of higher hishtalshulus, shehu al yidei Yisrael, so this comes down, this higher level comes down through the Yidden because Ki Yisrael Olu Chulu. So because Yidden are the level of Machshove, which is also the higher level than Hishtal Shulus. This is the level of thought. And therefore, they are the ones that are Mamshich, the level of higher Hishtal Shulus in the month. The first Baruchah speaks in the language of Hid. Then we come to the second bracha. So basically, the first bracha is to take from higher than Hishtalshlus to bring it into Hishtalshlus and to bring it into Atzilus. The second bracha is to draw it down from Atzilus into Bia. And the second bracha, which is Birchas the blessing for the land,
That's the idea of lechem in oritz. He said before we have the two breads, lechem in hashemayim and lechem in oritz. So from atzilus to biyah, that's called lechem in oritz. That is bechinas chokhmetato, the lower level of chokhmet. We said the level of malchus, and also bitlayesh. And that is the subjugation of the yesh. So there is an entity, there is a yesh, but to be bottle versus the upper level, which is bitl bimitsiyas, which is a non existent subjugation. Okay, Indian, similar like we say, utzva hashamayim that the armies of the heavens bow to you, that is a level of subjugation. And therefore, it opens up with admission, with a thankful admission, as we say, those are the first words of the second blessing, we thank you. And he said before, thanking the level of Moidim, is a level of yesh and bitl. Moidim chachomim lerabi meir, as he said before. So that's the level of bitl hayesh. And further, medaberes beloshin noichach. It also speaks in a direct way, in a present way. When the we're saying shehin chal tochulu that you have inherited. So here we're talking not obscure, the one who has inherited, but rather we're saying that you are talking direct. This is noichach. And it also concludes with the level of, with the Baruch. Because to extend this level of subjugation of a Yesh, that comes from the level of Bittl in the essence, Yehudi that comes down into the level of Yichutato. And this is the concept of the bracha when we make the bracha on the land, is to bring down from the level of Malchus, to bring down from the level of Chochmatato into the world, and that starts with the Hamshocha from the higher level. From the bittel of Yehuda Elohim. And this is also through Yisrael, because Yisrael are higher in Nishtauslus, and it's from Machshove, and from the Machshove, and they can bring down from the level into the level of Atzilus and then further into Biyah. And this is also the idea of the statement of our sages that he quoted earlier. If you didn't say about the circumcision, the covenant of circumcision, and the Torah in the blessing of Noida, in the second blessing, you haven't fulfilled your obligation. Why? Because basically, when could we bring down this lower level, the Bittl Hayesh? Which is the level of Malchus, they were saying, who al yidei zo umidis dat silus. Hanikro That comes through the zo and the midis of atzilus. They are called the zo and midis they're called bris v'toyro. 
they're the Kavan and they're the Torah. And that's how we bring down the level of Yehuda Tato, the level of Malchus, into the world. That is called Bris Vitoira. And if you didn't do Bris Vitoira, in other words, if you don't have the level of Midas to present, to come down into uh, Malchus, uh, you need that fusion of uh, uh, Malchus with Zo to come down further then you, 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 you haven't done the bracha because the idea is here to be mamshechit into the world. For the midas of atzilus, which is the choh v'yahagdulo, we say, gdulo, gvura, all the midas, they are b'bechinas l'cho. They are in a way of l'cho, which means b'bechinas bitl, in the level of subjugation. Ha'yidei zeh nimshach gam lemata b'bechinas malchus, so then also below, in the level of Malchus, there comes a bit layesh. Therefore, if you didn't say not for the obligation, because without Briz then you would not have the bread from the earth. In other words, Malchus would not have that level of bitl. Malchus has the bitl because of Briz because of the Midas of Atzilus, it would not be Bechinas Bit Layesh. They wouldn't be level of bitlayesh, but it's only because it's infused by the bittle of the midas of Atzilus, the Svirus, that's called bris, the that's why you have the level of bittle of the biyah, and that's basically the accomplishment. So that's why if you didn't say it, that's what he's trying to accomplish with the second bracha, that's why it says he didn't say bris v'toyra, you didn't fulfill your obligation, because then you're not going to be able to be mamshich, the level of Bittl Hayesh. Gimel. But, if there's an emphasis over here that he's going to ask now, it says, Brischa, the covenant that you have uh, sealed in our flesh. So it seems like there could be two sets of covenants. It's also, it says, the Torah that you have taught us. So it seems like, it doesn't say Bris, the Torah. It says specifically, the bris shechasamta bivsoreinu, the Torah that you taught us. What's the idea? Because it seems like there's two levels of bris and there's two levels of Torah. And we're talking about over here that level of that you have sealed in our, in our flesh and the Torah that you have uh, taught us. And uh, he's going to explain that there's actually two levels. And we're talking about to accomplish this, we need the bris choshlam tov serenu and tros choshlem adetonu. So let's look inside. Gimel, achlahovin. But we need to understand why does it say bris chochasam tov serenu? Your covenant that you have sig- made signet, signet signed in our flesh, and also we say vechein. Talking about the the bris, the circumcision, vechein. The same thing is we're saying tros the Torah that you taught us. The mashma sheyesh beis bechinas bris v'toyra. So it appears it's mashma that there are two levels of bris. There's a bris and a bris chok samtum v'sareinu. And also there's a two a Torah. There's a Torah, Torah shlom v'toyra. So we explain this. V'hu api maimer azal, the perik ein ma'midin. So in Avdachov uh, Zayin, the Zorid of Chosayin, the Pasik says there, Himoil Yimoil. The Pasik says, 
that you should circumcise. So we learn from this that the one, that a person who is circumcised is the one that can circumcise others. So in other words, if a person didn't have a bris themselves, they didn't have circumcision, they cannot perform a circumcision on another, on another individual. And yet, the Gemara says, A woman is kosher to do the secret circumcision. We actually see, see in the Chumash that Zipporah is the one that gave the circumcision to her son when the angel wanted to kill Moshe Rabbeinu. So the reason why a woman would be kosher, even though she's not circumcised, is because the Isha command the Mihila Damya, because a woman is considered as if she was circumcised. But what does that mean? But it doesn't apply at all, Milote Isha. What does it mean that a woman is like she was circumcised? He will explain it in the spiritual level. He says, look into the Mogan Avram at the end of chapter Kupezayim. But here we're going to talk about the feminine, the woman. We're going to talk about the way it's in the sphere of Malchus. Malchus, for Malchus, which is Yehuda Tato, that's the lower level of the Yehud as we were discussing, is Nikra B'Shem Isho Yiras Havaya. She is called a woman that fears God. That's the level of Malchus. But that the name of Havaya and the name of Elikim are equated to a son and the seed, the seed of the son. That the level of the name of Elikim becomes a shield and a seed umekabel. Relative to the level of Yud Kivovke, which is the Mashpia, that is Mekabel, that is Bechinas the Chat. That is the level of the masculine. So the Mashpia, Havaye, is the Mashpia, it gives the flow, that's the name of Hashem. Elohim is the recipient, that becomes like the shield. The, the, so Bechine Noida. So also it's known, Peter's we say Havayahu Halikim. We says Hashem is actually Alikim. So what does it mean? So the meaning is that while uh, when we measure Shabhinas Alikim, that while we say that the level of Alikim, Hagam Shalikabi Havaya, when you measure it relative to Havayahu Bibhinas Makabal, it's in a level that it's a recipient. Yet, yet, Havayehu Elikim, Kabel, Mekomukim, Chayzev, and Nase, Bechinas Dechar. It goes back and it turns into, and it becomes like a male. Lashpia Lamata, Mashakibo, to give below what it received. So, first, you're like the level of Shem Elikim. First, you have the Malchus, which is Makabel from the spheres above. and then, But then it goes ahead and gives the flow down. So, which means that instead of being Elikim, you become like Havayi, you become a Mashpia. Instead of being the feminine, it turns into a masculine. So, and similar to this, we understand that what it says in the Zohar Bolok, 
Gabei, over there it says, Vikivon, the Sharei, Al Duchtei, that once the name of Hashem rests in its place, which is Al Tren Kruvin, that's on the two cherubs in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So then, Havaye Shmei, then his name is Havaye. Ein Shomim So basically, that uh, at that point, their Makabal becomes a Mashpia. And this is the level of Melucha, the level of kingdom. For this is the nature, the way of the king. That first he receives, and then he's Mashpia. So, and this is also what we say, Right after the davening, said before, that is b'chinas nukva legabe ma'ilo legabe ma'ilo. So relative to the above, we say kolzois all this, which is in a feminine language, which is nukva, because here we're talking about relative to its receiving from below. It's a recipient. It's like a likim. It's a level of feminine. But then we say b'kayom aleinu. We switch it into masculine. Which is Lagabi Biyah, relative to the Biyah, becomes a Mashpia. He begins the Charu Mashpia. There becomes the masculine and it becomes the Mashpia. So it switches from a recipient from above to a uh, giver to the ones below. And the verse be Inyan of the idea of Yochit Chei Ha'ilamim. Melech, Inyan Melech Yochit. The two levels, either Yochid Chei Ha'ilamim Melech or Melech Yochid, depending on if it's a recipient or it's a Mashpia. And this is also the idea, so we started off before, why can a woman do a bris even though she's not circumcised? But he says, no, these are the two, on the spiritual level, the two Brises, the two various, the two kinds. Bris chashachasamta bifsarenu. He said there's two levels of bris. The two brises shebeduchro udenukva. That's in the in the male, in the masculine, and the nukva in the feminine, in the woman. Kihine kol hashpo hiyalidei bechinas bris. Anytime there is a flow, it comes through the level. There's a bris that brings a flow. So there is bris cho. There is the level of your bris, hainu bris, shalemailo ba'atzilus. That is the bris, the covenant above, which is an atzilus. Liyoiz bechinas. Yehudatato, so that there should be the lower level of Yehud, which is Chokmatato Bikinas Malchus. That would be Malchus. And then it says, the second level is Vishakosamto Bifsorenu, that you have sealed in our flesh. He breathed the Nukva. That is the covenant of Nukva. Shaliyas Nimsha Habitl Gam Lemato Bibya. That or that it should also come down. Below that, that bittle in Briya, that comes through the covenant of the feminine. That's from the level of Malchus. Now, uh, 
But the question really that arises, uh, here we're saying that it's a bris that you formed in our flesh. But that doesn't apply to a woman. How could we say this with regards to Malchus? But over there, let it be that there is a bris for the flow, but there's no besarenu over there. So he says, and this is, we said in the bracket, v'shayi it applies to which like the idea is expressed elsewhere that you have a seal that protrudes, which is the uh, when you a signet that forms letters on the top that they protrude, and then you also have a seal which inverts, which the seal causes letter the inside. So similar. I guess by the woman it doesn't show on the outside, but that's similar idea. Same thing we have with Tehroscho. So, so first we said it's Brischo, and then there is the two level. Then we have Tehroscho. He begins Tehro Atzilus. So Tehroscho is the level of Tehro of Atzilus. He begins at Tehro Debiah. That is the what you taught us. That's the Torah of Bidu Yitzirasiyah. Shahu al Yidei b'chinas Malchus Kanal. That comes through the level of Malchus. Vihine kol Hanal hu b'sheishes yemei hamaisim. So the above is during all the above is during the sixth day of action, meaning the work week, the six days of the work week. Kachi hamido. So is the measure and the order of Hishtalshalus. That it goes from above to below. That that from the bread of the heaven, from the mana, so to speak, which is the level of Chokhmailo and Yehudilo, Nimshechliyes Chokhmatato Vihudatato. Which is lechem in oris kinal, the bread of the oris kinal. Vahainu al yidei bris v'toyra, and through the bris and toyra, which is midos da'atzilus, and yom rishon chesed chulu. So that's the six days of creation. So we have it coming down to the level of chokma, chokma into the midos, the midos into malchus, the lechem in oris from the lechem in shemayim. And it goes through the bris v'toyros. He said these are the midos of Atzilus, and as they are divided, the six midos, Rishon Chesed, and so on, Shenigvur, and so on. Mashenkin Shabbos, as opposed to Shabbos, when it comes Shabbos, which is Bchinas Aliyas Oylemos, then the worlds go up. Kosuv, as the pasuk says, Shavas. That he rested and he relaxed. What does it mean? At the Avish, the six days he created and rested on the seventh day. Alderach Moshul, he stopped the work and he rested. Alderach Moshul, Odom Hashoivis Vinochmi A person who rests and relaxes from his work. And then he goes back to himself. He's working and then he returns to himself. So then 
So then these two breads, the lechem in the oritz, are tied, connected together. It no longer comes from the lechem in the to the lechem in but it goes together. This is the concept on Shabbos when we have a double portion of bread, that's the two breads, the lechem and the lechem the gam, and also This is also the idea of the facial bread, which was in the arrangement on the table in the Mizbeya, in the Besamikdosh, on the Shulchan. And we see that that took place on Shabbos. On Shabbos, that on the day of Shabbos, that, that's when you make the arrangements of these 12 breads. So it's specifically connected to Shabbos. And we call it the facial bread because it's all in the level of face, but there is no hind over there, which means there's no nurturing, there's no thing for the back, it's all front. The Shabbos. That we have to connect these two Breads of Shabbos, the Lech Mishnah, Achereyem Habaiso Zeloze Upneim Luchutz. I think the way Achereyem Habaiso Zeloze, which means that you connect the two chalas, for example, that the back of the chala are touching each other. Okay? So then you have the two fronts of the chala towards the outside. So that you don't see any backs, is kuloi ponim. Then it's all face because you don't see no backs over there because only the front, the backs are sort of connected. That's where you put the two chalas together, the back to the back. Uh, this whole uh, idea about the uh, the way we hold the bread, whether we hold them according to halacha, we hold them one on top of the other, but in the Kabbalah, we put them next to each other because we're talking about now that it's the Lecha Mishnah of Shabbos gets this higher light. Over there it says also when they carried it by their shoulders uh, in the way that it was set up. This is also the secret of the to the two breads above, which is lechem in Hashemayim, lechem in Oretz, the bread from Hashemayim, lechem in Oretz, mischabim kechot kenal. They connect as one, as said before. Because even according to the Kabbalah, it is being used based chalas as far as the twelve chalas, which is connected lechem upon him. Which correspond to the lechem aponim. So I guess that according to the Kabbalah Sarizal, you need like twelve chalas, not two chalas, but you need twelve to correspond to the lechem aponim. But nevertheless, But the main thing are the two chalas. That you make the hamotzi, you make on the two chalas. That you put them one next to each other. 
Lias Pneim Lechutz, so that their face will be toward the outside, the Dile Maven, and this is sufficient to the one who understands. So now we're going to go through the Kitzer. That is the short, he's going to review the three Oisios uh, that we learned. Aleph. Inyan Shenemar Benosati Lecho Lazaracho Lachuzas Oilom. The fact that the Pasik says that I will give to you for an internal inheritance. So the question was, why do we do bris milah today when we don't have Eretz Yisrael even, even we don't have it as an inheritance? But he says, we're talking about Zawini Yerushas Eretz El Beruchnis. That is the inheriting the supreme, the upper level of Eretz, spiritually. That is actually an eternal uh, inheritance. In the Bechayi explains in the Bible that the, the, they will inherit it forever. The Pirush Oilom that he explains over there that what does it mean? That is the world which is uh, directed, which is opposite of this world, the Haino Ha'ilom Habo. So it's talking about the world to come. Why do we have the this Yerushav who b'schus hamila that comes in the merit of the mila ba'ayin berabis lech lecha parshas membov ba'ayin in medushrabe ba'ayin bezir chelikal v'reish parshas neyach aposik loylam yirshu oretz or beparshas vayichi daf reish tezayin aleph or beparshas preishis daf nun seifa med aleph al posik on the verse at tabes give us oylam. And also Veresh Parshis Vairachul. Vizau, and this is also what the Pasik says in Brisi, in Loi Brisi Yoimam, that had it not been for my covenant of the day, so Hashem says I would not make the Shemaim Vorishah, that through this, through the Brisi, is extend Mibchinas Yoimam, Mibchinas Lailo. Extend from the level of day into the level of night. Because the Pasuk says, I would not place. So that means because that way we bring from Yom to Laila. Also the idea of the bris milah is to reveal the Torah is ki atoru b'chinas yud u'b'yud nivro elom haba and with yud the world to come was created well inyan and the idea is ki knan hu meloshin hachno meloshin soichin so we're talking about the land of Kenan. um comes from the language of subduing to Hashem and also from merchants. We say, Hashem requires everything. So it's like a, a merchant. 
Isaruso de Latata Isaruso de Laila. So just like a merchant, when you purchase something, you do Mashika, you pull it into your domain. So the same thing is the Isaruso de Latata, the arousal below. That brings about that higher level of the arousal below, which means our part in which we arouse uh, the above, the, the, I'm sorry, the Sarusa de la Eila, the arousal of the above that arouses the Sarusa de la Tato. So a person should go to Hashem. Basically, Hashem pulls us, just like when you acquire. Hashem acquires us by, from above, giving us a lift so that we can lift ourselves up to Hashem. We get this from the Yisarusa de Leila, from above. Hashem sort of does the Meshicha. He pulls us up and then we can sort of turn to Hashem. So we need sort of a lift up from Hashem to give us a pull. So so that we can be a lecha Hashem nasi nafshi esa. So that we should be able to carry ourselves to Hashem. So that comes because we get a pull from Hashem. That's what we can do it. That's the Yisrusa Dela which arouses the Yisrusa Dela Tat. This is the pull. So then, so after you have this then extends and reveals the great love. And this is Zeu Inyan Nisina Sakesim. This is of giving the money because uh, we talk the word Kesef is comes from Lashin yearning. So basically, the two things of a merchant is you have the pull. The pull allows you to be able to turn to Hashem, and once you turn to Hashem, Hashem gives you that of that money gives you that yearning so that you can create a great level of love, a, a forceful love. That's the idea of giving of the kesel. And this <coughs> extends through circumcision. Through the Mila are revealed the five kindnesses. The circumcision affects the revelation of the five kindness which comes from the level of Avarabe from the Sevil Kulalmim into Knesset Israel. Through this, it's called a land of desire and a land of life and a good land. Basically, the Milo brings us Eretz Yisrael. We said before, because we say through the circumcision, 
because circumcision brings uh, impacts comes from the level of soviv kolalmim, and that brings about that great kesef, that great desire and yearning, and the great love to Hashem. Base v'zau inyan bris v'toyra bebirchas haaretz, and this is what we say both the circumcision and the study of Torah in the blessing of the land. The supreme chokma, that's in essence subjugation. But the chokma tato, the lower level of chokma, is bitl hayesh. That's subjugation of an entity. So it's not that you are not an existence by yourself. But you are an entity, but you subjugate yourself. That's chokma tato. This is similar to also the idea of bracha v'hidah, a blessing, drawing down and admitting. So admitting is tatoh, chokhmah tatoh. Bracha means when you reveal, you understand. This is also the difference between the two breads. For the bread, that is food to be the Supreme Chokhmah, in order to bring down to the level of Chokhmah, it comes that is, your fathers didn't know it, which means it's not Chokhmah Bina, which is called like the parents, which Chokhmah Bina. It's higher than Chokhmah Bina. And therefore, and that's why we say the blessing of Azon in a language of hidden, which means the one who feeds, not directly, because we don't know who it is, because it's beyond, it's a higher level, it's min it's from Sobev, it's from higher than that is the level that I have not been known to them. And the second blessing is talking about the bread that comes from the earth, which is bitlayesh. And that's why it starts with to thank you. First of all, it's It's not recognition because it's and it's also and it concludes with the baruch hamshocha to draw it down. And this drawing down from the level of Chokhmah Law into Chokhmah Tato, which is the level of Eretz, this is through Bris Vitoira, those are the Midas. That it was given to Abram the land in the Zhus of the Mila, because through the Mila, and that why, because through this, it comes this supreme Hamshacha. So the same thing is through Briz Vitoira, through these Midois, that's how we have the Hamshacha into the world. And Moshe, who's the man, came as his. Merit, as we say, the three things that the Yidin had in the desert, 
the monarch came in Moshe's chus, Noilid Mol. He was already born, circumcised, which would be similar al derech, umol Hashem ezkechas levavcha. Hashem will circumcise your heart, which means it's a higher level. Ayin mashakosuv, bedivra maschul reya nechinesit. And Gimel, v'hinexiv, zois berisi, asher tishveru. Zois is a feminine. The covenant, we call this an effeminate, Ashetishmur. Zois bechinas nukva. Zois is the level of nukva, of feminine, bechinas malchus. The level of malchus. Hagam shelegabe yichudei lo. Chokmei lo. Hu bechinas mekabel kenal. So although that relative to yichudei lo, the chokmei lo, it is a recipient. So basic malchus becomes a zois. A feminine because it receives from the higher sephiros, but it goes back and becomes masculine, and the one who gives the flow relative when it comes relative to bia to to give the that level of subjugation to bring it down below. And this is what we say, the Munokol Zois. So we start with the Munokol Zois, Loshni Keva. And then we say, the Kaimalenu, Loshni Zochat. That becomes a masculine, Loshni Dechat, a Loshni Zochat. Because first it's recipient, and after Malchus receives, it becomes masculine because then it gives down. What it receives from above, and it changes to masculine to give the flow down to biyah, so that the bittle that it experiences in malchus should be felt also in the biyah and bri yitzira sira. Ve'ayin bezoyer chelik aleph lech lechot tzadik gimel soifam et beis aposik bezoyis anibateach. And this explains bezoyu inya kefal aloshin. This is the. Idea that he repeats the language. It says, "Brischa shechasam to bivsoreinu." Doesn't just say your covenant, your, but it says your covenant that you have signed in our flesh. Same thing is a duplicate. He doesn't just say your Torah, but he says that you taught us. <coughs> and because we have the way it is first as a recipient and then as a mashpia, so you have both levels. In Elacha Mishnah Shabbos Shabbos, I know Gamkin Kiinya based Bchinas Lechamanal. So the Shabbos, the Dov Loshen, is also similar to the two Lechems that we talked about, the Lechem in Hashemai, and we talked about Lechem in Oret. So on Shabbos, you have also both breads. Kilacha Mishnah Zawinya Shchintei Lo Shchintei Tato. That's the. Uh, Supreme Shechina and the lower level, Chochmei Lo and Chochmei Tatoa. 
I'm be meira eira islamets siv chofalav. V'uinyan yichud ilov yichud ator k'mashikosu b'divra maschil shirashirim and ube shabes but on shabes mischabrim yachad they come together. That's why we bring them together because of the aliyas ha'elamis. Then on Shabbos we bring the both lachmim together. During the week it goes from the lachem min hashemayim into the lachem min aretz. But when the world is raised on Shabbos, Shabbos vayin nofash, when things goes back to the mokir, so then there is a unity between the chokhmah lo chokhmah tato, yichud lo yichud tato, and that's why on Shabbos we take the bread and we connect them together.